Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It's Thursday, July 22nd. You know, a lot of people are picking up stakes and moving. And some of you guys have been writing in and asking us questions about what you need to do to think about preparing for a move or what you should consider if you're living in one place and looking at a job somewhere else. If that's the case, send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And if you're on our website, if you're on JillOnMoney.com, just hit the contact button and don't forget to tell us if you'd like to come on the air because we would love to have you join us and ask your question yourself. Mark does all the rest. It's really easy. So what we're going to do is we are going to go on a trip from LA to Florida after this. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. All right. So this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. I'm Jill Schlesinger. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm the CBS News business analyst. My cohort here is Mark Talercio. He is the executive producer. He is also a certified financial planner. Mark, are you ready to consider a move from Los Angeles to Florida? Oh, I'm just glad it's not me. That's so scary to think about moving cross country. I've moved about a bazillion times, but never that far. That I've done. I've done. I've got, I went from New York to Arizona. Then Arizona back. That's right. I have never really moved myself. I would say maybe there was one time when I moved from Providence back to New York, but I'd already moved most of my stuff. Moving's awful. It's so stressful. So let's go and hold someone's hand through this process. This is Ryan from Los Angeles, and we're going to try to help him figure out what steps he needs to take to make this move a little bit easier on him. Okay, Ryan from LA, what's on your mind? How can we help you out? Hi, Jill. Longtime listener. Uh, so excited to be talking with you. Um, just like everybody else on the podcast recently, my wife and I are about to jump into uh, our first home buying decision. And mm. uh, we're, we're getting a bit of analysis paralysis between the different options. So we've been looking into condos, which would be a lot less expensive, wouldn't stretch our budget as much, and would leave us with a lot more sort of free capital to leave invested. But the downside being they don't seem to grow as much. It's not as good of an investment. And there's a lot of what ifs with special assessments and things, things of that nature. And then our other options would be a townhouse, which I think also wouldn't really raise in value as much over time as a traditional single family home. And lastly, a single family home, but that would take up basically all of our non-emergency fund investment uh, money. Ugh. Okay. Give us the background, Ryan. How old are you? So my wife and I just turned 30. Oh, um, congratulations. How do you feel about being 30? Did you Did it freak you out? Boy, mixed feelings, mixed feelings. But, uh, you know, it, it could be worse. You know, we're, we're, we're at a good place in life. At least oh. we're, we're, we're in a place where we can purchase a house. Right, exactly. <laughs> and let me just tell you something. It gets better. The whole decade thing, 
I'm telling you, every decade gets better. So you're going to be, you are going to be richly rewarded by just getting through it. Thirties are a little bit, you know, it's challenging. Got to do a lot of growing, but you're going to get there. Ryan, you and your wife both work. We do. Yes. Um, so I work in technology and she works in healthcare. Okay. Um, we're both bringing in a pretty good salary. So I'm bringing in around 170 and she's, uh, with full time, she'll be bringing in a little over a hundred. It's amazing. It's like, I can't find a house to buy on 270 grand a year. It's unbelievable. It's like, that's how crazy this market has gotten. Are you buying in California? Are you going somewhere else? What's happening? So that's a, that, that's a big, uh, part of the decision too. So we're, we're actually moving back home to Miami. Mm-hmm. And because of that, my wife is actually going to have to find a new job. So, so not only is she finding a new job, but it's also at a new level. Um, mm-hmm. So she's she's going from a registered nurse to an NP, uh, which is going to be you know a whole different job pool. So there's a little bit of uncertainty. Wait, that. I got to ask a dumb question. So do you make more or less money as a registered nurse or a nurse practitioner? More money as a nurse practitioner. So the the nurse practitioner is like the master's degree level. And I got gotcha. you. Registered nurse is the bachelor's level. Do you have kids? We do not. Planning eventually. Okay. Within not, but not like hot, not years. hot, not hot to do it. Not like, oh my God, we're going to, well, she's pregnant this second and we are going to have triplets. We got to get a house. Yeah. Th- thankfully we're, we're not under the gun for this decision. Like, uh, okay. you know, like that. Okay. So let's keep going here. So you, you make 270 grand together. There's going to be a little bit of a weird period of adjustment. How much money in your emergency reserve? So right now we have about 22,000 in emergency reserve. What do you figure your expenses are? Our expenses currently in California are about three thousand a month of just miscellaneous expenses, and we pay twenty five hundred for rental, and then our car's already paid off. You're really like at five or six grand a month, right? Yeah. Let's just do the simple math for a second, Ryan. So six thousand dollars a month times six or nine or twelve is more money than you actually have in your emergency reserve fund. But there's an uh, there's a but I think, which is. What's what's in the house fund right now? So the house fund right now is about one hundred and fifty thousand, and it's in cash um, investments. So it's in oh. uh, taxable investments. Okay, how much money do you have? You guys, do you guys save in retirement? Uh, we both max out our retirement. And so nineteen five each. Nineteen five each, and we currently have uh, combined two hundred fifty thousand. Awesome. What do you have to spend? to get into the single family house that you really would want to be in for a while? So, you know, in Miami, in a good neighborhood for a a small sort of starter home, we're looking right around 600. How about a bad neighborhood? I'm just kidding. (laughs) So you'd have- Not much less, which is is bizarre. Um, So we would have to essentially drain the house fund for the down payment, throw 30 grand in the emergency reserve fund and like go from there. Right. I mean, that's, that seems like, uh, I don't know if I'm really game for that. Could you buy a house? Like, I'm a little bit worried that like you end up saying, yeah, I'm going to buy this house. It's going to be great. But then you're going to live there. Then you're going to have kids. And then you're going to be like, no, 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 we got to be in this place. Or my sister-in-law lives here and we really want to be there. So are you sure? Can we find a $600,000 house that you'd want to be in for like 20 years? Or 10, Ooh. 10 years, 10 years. I think 10 years, probably 20 years, most likely no. not. Okay. But this would be, in your mind, this would be a starter house and you would need to move up a house at some, uh, or a space, whatever, at some point, right? Um, yes. So, you know, my, my sort of long-term vision, which I, I know might be a bit, uh, a bit controversial for you, 
is that I'd, I'd really like to move up to a larger house and then rent this house, sort of start start a secondary income stream uh, mm-hmm. with passive income. Great. I mean, if you can do it, that's great. We have to get you in the first house to to start that game plan. I don't have a problem doing that. I just think I have a problem because if you don't have liquidity, it's hard to do that. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I think the condo townhouse idea is a bad one for you guys. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because that's like this interim step that seems like, eh, why? I'd rather you rent. Because I bet you can rent pretty cheaply relative to buying the condo or the townhouse. Is that right? So what we were looking at, you know, uh, uh, sort of like single family house rental mm-hmm. is actually significantly more than the mortgage would be. Uh, so, Well, then that doesn't make sense. The question is, could you rent like a condo or a townhouse is what I'm asking. Yeah, we haven't looked into to condo rentals quite yet. Look, if you can if you can buy cheaper than you can rent the same thing, then it's you buy, okay? But we have to compare apples to apples. I don't I wouldn't buy a condo or a townhouse right now. Florida's a weird market. There's always a newer condo or townhouse that comes along and devalues what your what your condo or townhouse is, which is why it has a good rental market there. So I would look to see how about if we rent to, you know, get ourselves there in a condo or a townhouse. Now, I could get into the house purchase but I'm worried that you are going to really be thin, meaning that, you know, you you put your 120 grand down, right, to buy your $600,000 house. By the way, this taxable account, if we go this route, you've got to sell everything in it. So what's the capital gains on the, that account? Oh, that's a good question. I've, I've actually not explored that yet, but it should be all long-term capital gains. Okay. So, but you got to pay the tax. So you might not even end up that much money. You might end up Owning a house with 30 grand in your emergency reserve fund when we really know you need closer to 50. How do you feel about that? It makes me a little nervous. Um, But, you know, it it also feels like like I I have a foot on the bus, you know, like at least Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're, we're moving towards somewhere that's gaining equity. Mark, do you have an opinion on this whole game plan? What are you what are you thinking? Mark asks a very good question. How's the cash flow? So once you max out your 19.5 each, do you have extra money to save? So currently, um, that, that's actually a, a more interesting question. Currently, because uh, my wife is working hours on and off uh, mm-hmm. as she's finishing up her master's degree, uh, she's bringing in a lot less money than, than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so our free cash flow at the end of the month is anywhere between $1,000, $1,500 that we're putting away right now. But because she's graduating on Friday, which mm-hmm. is very exciting, um, we're expecting much higher cash flow. Well, that that might change the scenario, which is if you, I mean, first of all, you know, I don't know how long this is going to take, but it would be great if you could, you know, as her income rises, as you sock away more money and you could replenish this and get your emergency reserve level up to a decent 
amount and give you some comfort. That does give me some comfort. You know, look, I got to tell you, for me personally, Jill talking to you is just not Jill certified financial planner, but Jill person in the street. There's no way I could manage this myself because I am too wimpy. I understand that it is a hot market and I understand your desire to get into that market and to be part of it. And I understand that things are really a little bit cuckoo right now in the housing market. I do think things will be settling down a little bit. I would have a hard time not having a big chunk of money in savings, even just to do a move, because I think moving is expensive. Okay. You're moving closer to family to be in Florida. Yes. Um, so the, the house that we're buying is excitingly uh, equidistant between uh, my family and my wife's family. So they, they both be about 20 minutes away. Oh, very nice. Either of you have families that might help you a little bit with your house down payment? Yeah, my family, uh, uh, my family has given us 5000 towards the house down payment. And, you know, uh, they, they might be able to help us if, uh, if more help is needed. And when you first get to Florida, are you going to stay with one or both uh, with either of these folks? Are you planning to do this all in one fell swoop? We were going to do all in one fell swoop. I I don't know how many, uh, how many things we can change all at once, but we're going to try to change all of them. My God, I'm nervous. I think you could do it. Okay. I personally could not do it. If I'm Ryan and I'm, you know, you and your wife, what I would probably do is I would sock away a bunch of money as quickly as I could. I would try to beef up that emergency reserve fund to have closer to like 50 grand in it. And I'd want the taxable investment account. I really would just be a little bit more liquid. I'd figure out what tax was due. I'd make sure I put that money in the emergency reserve fund. And I would not move until I had some of that built up. And even if it took me an extra six months to get there, it wouldn't bother me. Now, if you are like, oh no, we got to move. I got the things, everything's in motion. We got to do this immediately. Then what I might do is I might move and do the worst thing that you could possibly do to your life, but it's worth considering, which is two moves. You rent for six months or a year, and then you try to buy once you get there, which is horrible. And if you just want to do it in one fell swoop, what I would be careful about is number one, figuring out what is exactly the capital gains that will be due next April. And as you do this, as you move forward, I think you say to your parents, we absolutely want to do this. We want to, we might need another 10 grand to help us. And you tell them right now that you might need that help. Don't get it from them. Just say, we might need it. And then you have a tiny bit of a cushion. I don't think this is like the worst game plan in the world. It's just hard for me to talk about it because it's so antithetical to to me because I'm such a wimp. Now, Ryan, could you potentially move there? Could you rent for six to 12 months while you sock away money, while your wife gets you know in her new position? Does that feel like awful to you? You know, it's uh, it's not that bad to me, though. I I do fear it sends a, you know, a, a less desirable message to our parents, which is that you know we're not as invested in you know our, our move to Miami, or not as committed in our move to Miami as. as Why do you care about what they think? What do you mean that they're not committed? Who? What? What are you talking about? You're moving <laughs> across the goddamn country. What more could you do? I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. What kind they, of families do you have? I need to know ethnicity right now. Are these some <laughs> like weird first generation vibe going on here? Uh, yeah, yeah. My my wife is first generation uh, Ecuadorian. Aha! Uh-huh. There we go. That's a, that's a good question mark. Oh man. I mean, Mark wants to know like how someone's going to actually 
come down on you for being a little more conservative. I mean, it is, listen, maybe they're all going to say, well, we want you so badly. Here's 30 grand. I don't know. Tread carefully, my friend. That's what I can tell you. I think you're putting a lot of pressure on yourselves. I don't know if I would do that, but if you feel like you can, then I would put them on alert that like, we're going to do this. It's a little skinny. If you want us to come sooner rather than later, we may need your help. That's all. We're going to be, we're going to be awesome. We're going to be making 300 grand a year. It's going to be great, but we're going to have this weird interim period of somewhere between now and 12 months from now where we could get be tight depending on whether she gets a job, where we settle. Uh, one thing I do know for sure, if you're going the house purchase route, you better not spend more than 600. That is at most what you could spend. It would be really great if you could do 550. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's great advice. And, you know, I, I also have uh, have, have some good information too, is that uh, my mom's an avid listener of the podcast as well. So thank you so much for asking me for her. Uh, asking her for me rather. <laughs> that's good. Mom, listen, listen, mom, give us a holler. Tell us what you think. Stay in touch with us and let us know, okay? I will. I will. All right, Mark. I feel very comfortable to move from L.A. to Florida, whether it's for your your in-laws or your parents or whatever. People move for all different reasons. Where is the place you'd like to live? In this country, there's no place I'd live other than New York City. Really? Oh, without a doubt, 100%. I would move anywhere for a little. I mean, when I say anywhere, I mean any city. But really? Like, yeah, totally. I would move in any city. The only the only other city I could possibly see myself living in in America is probably San Francisco. Well, too small. I know everyone's like, oh, you're gay. Why don't you move to the Bay Area? Forget about it. I tell you where I would live. I would live in London. I would li- not. So that's not. Well, in the US. well, yeah, yeah. If you're going outside the U.S., sure, I can. But in places. the U.S., I think I feel like I could live anywhere for a year, not especially me. the places where I actually know folks. So I'm thinking that. I loved when I went to Minneapolis. That was awesome. I know cold winters, but I like that city. I think going there and living there are two different things. All right. You're probably right. Anyway, come visit New York, open up your wallets, spend wisely, uh, but have fun. And we'll we'll be happy to go anywhere you want to take us. So give us a holler. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Jill at jillonmoney.com. Mark, that's Mark Talercio. He's our executive producer. We are brought to you by the fine folks at Viacom CBS. And if you would like to do something nice for someone else today, that is something that we here at Eye on Money encourage you to do. And think about our mantra for 2021, curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. 
I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.